The Toby Gribbon Show. Highlights. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The DD Darlings are the UK's premier wartime-inspired singing group and Britain's Got Talent finalists. Led by founder Katie Ashby, the group has garnered critical acclaim and support from Dame Vera Lynn and the Royal British Legion. To celebrate the King's coronation, the DD Darlings are releasing their new single, I Vow to Thee My Country, featuring the group's stunning singing harmonies. They'll also be embarking on a UK 24-date tour in April, May, and June of 2023, joined by various performers, including Britain's Got Talent winner, war veteran Sergeant Major Colin Thackeray, the D-Day Juniors, and the brand new Voices Choir. And on the line with us here, we've got Katie and Emily from the D-Day Darlings. How are you both today? We're good, thanks. Very well, thank you. (laughs) So your new single, I Vow to Thee My Country, is being released to celebrate the king's coronation are you guys secretly hoping to be crowned the queens of the charts oh, i like it <laughs> that'd be nice yeah that'd be yeah. lovely <laughs> yeah we'd love to um we'd love to what's the word have um, a, a chart position yes but, um, but yeah either way we'll crown ourselves anyway so don't worry about <laughs> we will we're, we're hoping that it, it goes on people's coronation party playlists you know it's yeah. just a rousing song to get yeah. people really you know feeling in the patriotic spirit yeah yeah. So why did you choose that song? Because there are quite a few patriotic songs out there. There are, yes. Yeah. So, and we, you know, we considered a few different options, but there was something quite historically relevant about this song because it's it's such an old song. And I remember speaking to my dad about it actually at the time, and he said, "Gosh, that was a hymn that we used to sing when I was at school, you know, in assemblies and things." And it, it's got that lovely um, sort of patriotic message about service to the country. And that is quite relevant also to our main sort of message, which is the message of remembrance. So it yeah. chimes in with what the king is about to pledge his life and, you know, his service to our country as king. But it also chimes very well with the service, you know, with the debt we owe to our war veterans who obviously, you know, that's a big part of the D-Day Darling. So we thought... The message, and, and also from a musical point of view, it's got fan, fabulous scope for harmonies. It's yeah. so anthemic and so rousing and so atmospheric. We thought it's got it's got to be it's got to be this one choice. The perfect. <laughs> so, what does the coronation actually mean to you two and to the group as a whole? We're just really excited that the country are going to witness, you know, a moment in history. You know, we've all got young children, so that, that's wonderful. And I think it's a time for the country to unite it's a time for people to celebrate so I think however people feel about it and you know I think people can still celebrate the day and the time and and look at it 
with, you know, it is a moment in history. And I think that's what we're looking forward to the most is just witnessing that, I don't know, really unique moment that we, you know, well, we will see it again in our lifetime. We know we will. So it's, yeah. it's just a unique, you know, we've had the Queens for so long as, you know, the, as our beacon of light. It's, you know, to have a whole new chapter. Uh, yeah. It, it's strange for, I mean, I say for us, you know, we've ever only known one monarch, but that's most it. of the living people in the country are the, in the same position, you know, and I, Again, I, I spoke to a family member who remembers the Queen being coronated, and I think, wow, you yeah. know, there's only a small group of special people that will be able to say that they saw the Queen That's being it. coronated, yeah. and now they're going to see the King. And yes, it's it's just it feels very strange and discombobulating for for all of us, really, doesn't it? The thought of having a King after having had a Queen for so so many years, all of our all our lifetimes. So. It's just such a huge historical moment. It's such a huge change, really. Um, I suppose there's the sort of historical significance of the moment. We are in this moment that is a really uh, important time in our sort of historical timeline. In years to come, it will be a big moment and we can all say that we witnessed it. But also, it's just, as Katie would say, it's a good excuse for an ease up. Yeah. (laughs) Get the wine out. (laughs) Yeah. And do you think that regardless of whether or not they're excited about the coronation, listeners will connect with your song? Oh, definitely. I think especially our audience, you know, it's like like Emily was saying, it it screams of everything that the D-Day Darling stands for, which is honouring those that, that, you know, vow their lives to service, you know, our wonderful war veterans that we honour every day. So, yes, it ties beautifully in with the King's coronation, but for us, it's about honouring everybody that makes that huge, debt you know and we owe that debt to you know all those veterans and you know that's really what it's about for us (laughs) yeah and you mentioned that of course most people alive today this is their first coronation and equally most people alive today weren't around during world war ii so what do you think your appeal is because i guess the d-day darlings aren't nostalgic for most people but do you think people kind of enjoy the wartime feel well it's funny, actually, because uh, it's, you know, the DJ Darlings have been going quite a long time, about um, 15 years. And, uh, you know, it, in a lot of the interviews we've done recently, we've talked about how obviously our audiences over those 15 years have changed. Because when we were first, it was more about nostalgia when we first started, of course, because we used to be in the, in the position where we had a lot of uh, war veterans in the audience and a lot of people who remembered these songs firsthand and remembered living through the war. Um, and of course, now the music is, is, a, is a huge emotional connection with people that we've lost, with a father, a mother, a cousin, a brother, an auntie. It's, it's so tied to a specific sort of cultural context and a moment in our time that, it, you know, it's so it, it's very special for people who, who for whom like the music, it connects them to people that have now gone. So I do still think that it's nostalgic from that point of view for people because it's it's very important music and it means a lot to everybody, whether it's sort of, you know, the music that they listened to growing up as a child or whether it's the music that reminds them of a grandparent or a great grandparent. But also, I think I think the music's timeless. And I think that's the thing. I think the whole ethos of the music is to build morale, to unite people together. And that's what it was written for and designed for as well. So I think in today's generation, even if people can't necessarily connect 
with the time that we're dedicating that you know the, the the music was originally from and our dedication to it i think people can appreciate the music i think it morale it builds people's morale i think you only have to look at the situation through uh, lockdown COVID, you yeah. know because yeah. then turning back to vera lynn you know we'll meet again you know we found vera lynn in the charts again because of course the queen famously referenced that song about keeping everybody's spirits high keeping morale up you know trying to come together as a you know as people and just support and love each other and say that we are going to get through this yeah and and, and we had major chart success during that time you know we yeah. we were number five in the uk album charts during covid and we think it's because the music is so timeless and we were we were going through such a dark time people were again turning to this music to see them through of all generations so not even war veterans or people that were involved in the war or that were around at that time children you know teenagers were all loving our music because it was helping them through that time that's so true isn't it everybody knows we'll meet again or white cliffs of dover regardless of their age yeah. and that's music from the 40s you couldn't really say the same about stuff from even more recent decades no that's it this is the thing and 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 you know we love the music we love performing the music and in some ways um the music is quite simple in some ways you know with the melodies and the message but it, it's so accessible for people and i think that's why it's so you know, it's got such longevity because it's yeah. just beautiful, beautiful music and it's very hopeful and it's very emotional and it just really, it just really moves you. Yeah. And for us, you know, we're so honoured that we get to sing this music really because we just, we all love it so much and even after 15 years, we love yeah. it still. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> so, Katie, I understand it was kind of your idea to set this whole thing up. What was it that made you want to start 15 years ago? I think it's just seeing how this, like you say, how this music evokes people way above any other genre of music you know because it's like like we're saying it's written about a time that was a very specific time and I think everybody's got a story or a memory or a reason why they want to keep that memory alive you know so for us you know when I when I could see the emotion on on the audience's face when I was singing these songs that was what made me want to do it. I connected with it it evoked something in me it made me really passionate about this music and I haven't looked back since I've literally since I had that light bulb moment as it were and said uh-huh there's a there's a market here there's there's a, a need for this music to continue and to stay alive and also to be rejuvenated and put into the modern generation and that's something that's very important to me for the D-Day Darlings that we don't we're not we're honouring the past but we're not but we're not stuck there we're very much remembering in the present and I think that's very important to the longevity of this music as well and you were talking about Vera Lynn she's got to be the biggest inspiration right? Oh definitely <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> yeah definitely so of course I mean we sing a lot of um, Dame Vera Lynn's music and she was the main inspiration behind the formation of the D-Day Darlings. You know, when we say yeah. without Vera, there's no D-Day Darlings. Oh, yeah. um, and, you, you know, she, in fact, it's, it's a really lovely story, and I'm sure Katie will tell it, but we actually had a connection with her really from day one. Yeah, right from the very beginning, we we had her endorsement for the show, which was just a wonderful accolade to have, you know, the first lady of those wartime years, you know, the... Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at uh1.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices 
down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. You know, that the, the, the biggest musical entertainer of that time, and she put her name to our show, and that really was just such an honour. And, you know, she's a very, very um, kind lady, and she supports a lot of people, or she supported a lot of people, past tense, that obviously um, were going out and singing this music and keeping it alive. Anybody that was doing that, she really got behind. So she didn't just support us. She did support a few other acts, um, but we were just proud to be one of the acts that she put her name to. And, you know, that really helped us to spread the word further. Having her, you know, endorsement was just a lovely thing to have. And, and that was, um, you know, right from day one, she was happy to to say that she supported the DJ Darlings. And then, of course, after we had our um, experience on Britain's Got Talent and, and I suppose our, our profile was raised by that experience, we actually were really lucky because we had the opportunity to go and meet Dame Vera Lynn at her house. Wow. Mm, yeah. yeah. So that, for me, that's probably the highlight of my whole <laughs> my whole time with the DJ Darlings. Never in a million years thought I'd get the opportunity to, to well, meet Meet Dame Viridin, but you know this was even more special. You know to be invited to her house to sit yeah. in her lounge with her and have tea and cake and talk to her and get the photo album. Yeah, out. get the photo albums out and just, yeah. you know what really really wonderful. She was so kind and generous with her time and just a lovely, uh, down to earth, insightful, warm, wonderful lady. Yeah. Yeah. Because the word national treasure is overused, but if there had to be only one person (laughs) in the history of ever who was a national treasure, it would have to be her. I think it would have to be her. Yes, I agree. No (laughs) No doubt. (laughs) So you're embarking on a 24 date tour in the UK very soon with some special guests joining you. So what can we expect from these live shows? So we are bringing our celebration show, our coronation celebration show. It's... um, it's a slightly, it's a set, obviously it's, you, you get everything that you expect to see from the D-Day Darlings, the White Cliffs of Dover, we'll meet again, those lovely poignant songs that everybody wants to hear, but we've gone with a slightly more celebratory angle this time. And we, you know, we're doing um, a sort of traditional street party scene. We're paying tribute to King Charles's um, naval roots and we're doing a lovely sailor section. And then obviously we've got a very rousing patriotic finale, which is confetti cannons and flags and everything you can imagine. Um, So we're really looking forward to that. And also we're going to be joined at selected dates, as you were saying, by our lovely Colin Thackeray, Britain's Got Talent winner, Chelsea Pensioner. He's going to be joining us on Sunday as well as our young trailblazers, the D-Day Juniors, performing some of their original songs. And also our brand new choir are going to be joining Ooh. us in the Midlands, our new Voices Choir. So we've got a real mixed bag of different lineups and, and variety. So we're really excited about it. And with the D-Day Juniors, do you think you're making a new generation of wartime inspired performers? Oh, 100%. Like, it's it's all, we're passing the baton to them. So we're training them, we're, you know, we're um, teaching them the ropes, uh, you know, how wartime entertainers, but also inspiring them to look back at their ancestry and look at their family connections and learn about them and then pass it on to their friends. So it's all about, for me, it's like a relay race. We're passing it to the juniors. I've also got a younger group called the Cadets as well, the D-Day Cadets. 
and they're a new a new upcoming group as well. So I just want to spread it far and wide and just hopefully the message will continue and keep going. We did find actually that after um, we appeared on Britain's Got Talent, we seemed to have reached a much younger audience. So we'd been going for 10 years before we did Britain's Got Talent. And of course, we were very popular with a certain generation, but we found that it, our audience demographic really opened up after BGT because it's such a family show. Um, we had these, you know, lots of new, really young fans. And it was so nice because, of course, they're all asking us about the music. And, yeah. and a lot of them, you know, had their favourite. Run Rabbit Run was a big hit with the, you know, with the youngsters. And and yeah, it was just so nice. And, and again, it's that it's that whole thing of keeping the music alive and in the hearts and the minds of the younger generation who can pass it on. And what was it like to be on Britain's Got Talent? And was it actually tough to decide to go on it? Because I've heard some people say before that it can either launch your career or completely destroy it, depending on how things go. <laughs> definitely. Yeah. Definitely. I suppose it can be a bit of a make or break show. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we, um, we, because it's a good old variety show, we always felt that there was a market or a position for the D-Day darlings you know yeah. we were we were auditioning for about two to three years before we they actually finally gave in and and, <laughs> and accepted <laughs> it and um, because we just felt it was a really good platform for us and it's such variety you know we just felt it was right but it was the the, the year that we went for it was the right time it was um the centenary um anniversary of the end of world war one the centenary of the RAF it was yeah. the centenary celebration of women's um, votes so it was a triple centenary year so it's all about the timing and they yeah they were really really excited that we auditioned that year and um the rest is history we had the most amazing experience it was a very positive experience for us and i completely understand what you say because we did feel you know a little bit nervous of course we've been up and running for 10 years and you think oh gosh is this is this a wise decision to go for something with such a huge reach you know and i have to say there were a few sleepless nights uh, before the live shows knowing that 14 million people would be tuning in it's one thing to you know do a show we're, we're sort of very uh, seasoned entertainers yeah, yeah. but singing live on television to 14 no million way. people is a very just, different thing just the knowledge <laughs> Just the knowledge of that is uh, daunting. Yeah, so, um, that, that, you know, those sorts of things were really nerve-wracking, but we did really enjoy um, a lot of the sort of exciting whirlwind things that come with being on a show like that, you know, doing all of the press stuff and, and you know, getting to go on This Morning, Lorraine, Good Morning Britain, and we've done so many great shows, you know, since we, we went on BGT. It gave us a, a really good platform, and we've been very grateful, really, for that. Yeah. Now, what's coming up for you after this tour and this single, of course? Are there plans for even more? Oh, yeah, of course. Non-stop for the D-Day, darlings. We're going to continue <laughs> our mission. We've got to keep it going. And it's it's such a strong vision. Um, we are back in the studio after this, around the autumn time, um, producing a new album that's going to be coming out in um, commemoration of D-Day 80 in June 2024. So, We've got a really, really um, busy and exciting and reflective couple of years ahead, you know, for us to commemorate D-Day 80 as the D-Day darlings, you know, with, poss- with, you know, there'll be very, very few D-Day veterans left, if any, and we... Oh, it, it's it's sad because obviously for the D-Day darlings, for us too, we've performed for veterans and we've, like Emily was saying, we've had them in the audience for years and years and years. And over the years, we've seen them them go, you know, and that's been really, really hard. And now it's a really, you know, it's really it's special now. If we had, yeah, it's, yeah. it's significant if we have a veteran in the audience, you know, we make a real fuss oh, of them. Oh gosh, it's, <laughs> it's very, very rare now. So I think what we want to do is, while we can, while there's still some veterans hopefully remaining, especially from the D-Day, you know, generation, we 
really, really want to release a, a brand new album of music that's in dedication to them and, and mark that moment, really. So as well as a big tour, of course, we'll be back on the road doing the doing a big tour, probably our biggest tour to date. Um, yeah. And then into 2025, it's at VE Day 80. So we've got yeah. uh, <laughs> anniversary. Oh, God, I don't know when I'll be by then. <laughs> You can probably tell. Yeah. Well, looking at some dates here for this tour, it all starts in Verwood Hub, then on to Eastleigh, Corby, Leeds, Clacton-on-Sea, Christchurch, Redhill, South Shields, Tamworth, Lancaster, Aldershot, Eastburn, Dundee, Arbroath, Darlington, Colville, Dunstable, Wimburn, Weymouth, Isle of Wight, Hunstanton, Haverville, Hills Owen, Hoddesdon, and finishing in <laughs> Chesham on the 22nd well, of June. Haverhill. Yes, do them all in alphabetical order, did you? Exactly. <laughs> yes, as you can hear, it's 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 hard enough to say it, let alone to do it. Really. <laughs> yeah, so. maybe easier done than said. Yeah, exactly. That's right. Yeah, no, it's, it's, yeah, it is. Um, I feel quite tired just listening, listening to that. To list. <laughs> we're out of breath, love. <laughs> yeah, it's great, and we're so excited that we managed to get a couple of Scottish dates in, of course, because we, um, you know, we've toured quite a lot around the Midlands. Obviously, that's where we're based, and and we try and sort of go as far and wide as possible. But we've not really managed to get a theatre show up in Scotland before, so that's going to be a new experience for us. So we can't wait. Well, where are we able to get tickets? Presumably, they're still available. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So um, we've got all of our dates online at ddaydarlings.co.uk. There's a tour page that that lists all of the dates um, and links to where you can go and get your tickets. And you can also pre-order our single there as well now, which is out on Sunday, this Sunday coming, yeah. 23rd, St. George's Day. Yeah. And you can pre-order that now and you can pop it on your your Coronation Street Party playlist. But it's a wonderful song just to have and to play all year round if you need a boost or you want to mm-hmm. feel proud. And mm-hmm. yeah, so you can pre-order that now at ddaydarlings.co.uk, same same um, website. And by Coronation Street Party playlist, you mean Coronation Street Party, not <laughs> Coronation Street <laughs> Party. Katie's a massive Coronation yeah. Street Party. <laughs> <laughs> Well, many thanks to both of you for coming on and enjoy your street parties and whatever you're doing for the coronation. Oh, thank you. The throbbing pulse of sound, the Toby Gribbon Show.